Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Bellucisessa. I'm a creative coach, speaker, and facilitator. In this episode, I will share with you what I wish I knew early in my career on how mindfulness and design can build creative confidence and manage mental health by understanding how to compare yourself with others. This episode is not about how to stop comparing yourself with others. I tried and I didn't manage to do it, but I've learned to accept that we always do it and learn how to control it. This helped me not only to avoid anxiety, stress and low self-esteem, but also to mindfully use comparison, when needed, to my advantage. So if you want to stop comparing yourself with others, keep googling something else or check the links in the show notes. While if you want to do it better, keep listening. I could approach this from many aspects, like regret, perfectionism, competition, envy, but I'm gonna focus on the design process of doing it. That's because everybody does it, and the problem is when we do it on autopilot, not mindfully. I don't know if you've seen American Psycho, but in my head sometimes it's like Patrick Beckman, without the killing. When in the scene of the business card, I look up people's profiles and I say, oh, look at that. They have worked there. They have done this up here. Oh my god, they even have a trademark. Of course, I always exaggerate when I do voices. I and I don't kill people. And if you should take something from this podcast, you should not kill people either. If you ever feel that you killed someone after listening to my podcasts, Please talk to someone. Remember that I'm just a designer, not a psychologist. So that's an example of healthy comparison. Just remember that I'm just a designer. And as a designer, I'm here to suggest you how to design how to compare. But also as a designer, I know how a designer might think. So I know that everybody compares themselves to others. But as a designer, I know that even more than others, I'm gonna find problems in myself and find inspiration in others. So if you are like me, you might find problem in yourselves, asking yourself, how might I be better? And then find inspiration in others. Who looks better? So in terms of design process, that's kind of okay. But first, they look better. You don't see everything about them. Just be realistic about it so that you can be mindful about it. But most of all, what's missing here in your design comparison process are four big questions that I'm going to explain in this episode. What does better means to you? Without that question, you will become better in ways you don't want to become. In confidence, that's something that I struggled a lot in my life because there are many designers winning awards or I had friends working for Google or Microsoft or there are always case studies of designers working on the latest tech for early adopters, like blockchain, VR, or artificial intelligence. And I got unstuck when I realized that I don't really care. Don't get me wrong, I do recognize these as strengths and accomplishments, but I try to limit this way of thinking about them as admiration and not comparison, because they are good at what they are doing. And being aware of what better means to me helps me also focus and think that they are good at what I don't want to do and become. 
what helps me understand what better means to me is the second question. What is the best version of yourself? So instead of looking at the appearance of others, look within you. That's the only place where you have a full picture of your strengths and your blockers. And that's because the strengths are the solutions within you, while the blockers is what make that potential misused or untapped. So for example, it took me a while in my life to really understand that I was good at drawing and that it would be good for me to excel in it. But I was misusing that by making things look pretty, which is something that I don't care about because I was hoping for something more functional and inspiring. And I also was untapped because I was worrying too much about making mistakes. And what helped me make the best of my strengths and resolve these blockers is the third question. Who can you learn at least one of these specific things from? And this becomes the really powerful question because it makes you reframe comparison with three main benefits. First, you start comparing yourself only to those you want to learn from, not all the others. So for example, if you want to design apps instead of commercial and advertising, you stop comparing yourself with people that win awards in advertising. The second benefit is that you stop seeing people as better than you as a whole, but just being better than you at that specific thing that you want to learn from. And this, for example, means that if someone is better than you at designing an app, that doesn't mean they are better than you in teamwork or research or just you as a whole as a person. Don't feel like a loser just because someone is better than you at designing an app. But the third benefit is what I like the most. Because asking yourself, who can you learn from at least one of these specific things, it makes you focus on the things, not on the type of person. This means that you stop looking for inspiring designers that are better than you, and you start to look for inspiring people that are great at something. There might be empathy, asking questions, organizing information, thinking outside the box, or whatever. And once you think about these as a single aspect, you might find inspiration from a doctor, a friend or a family member, the barista in your neighborhood, or a fictional character. So in my case, uh, clowns, improvisers, children, and memes that improve my ability of drawing in the way I wanted to. And I have many other sources of inspiration, like my family, my partner, Chris Hadfield who's an astronaut, politician that I don't share the values of, the bakers in my neighborhood, or Doctor Who and many other fictional characters. About each of them, I get inspired by something they are great at, and I would like to be better at. And I don't exclude, of course, designers, like friends, colleagues, and famous designers. But I try to focus on the specific thing I want to learn from them, because they're great at it. And this is great because it helps me open up to collaboration, because I know why I should ask for help from them. But also makes me aware that I might not be great at a specific thing, because I admire them without putting them on a pedestal. And that makes me able to help them. 
knowing that they might need help with something I am good at. And I can do this thanks to the first question. How are you better than before? Before comparing yourself with others, compare yourself with the previous selves. And this also gonna have three benefits. The first is that you get a sense, a real sense of accomplishment. Because you're gonna check your progress, not others. The second benefit is that you're gonna be aware of what helped you learn and grow, achieve those accomplishments and progress. And then there is the third benefit, is that remembering how you used to struggle makes you recognize how others are struggling. And if you join the second and the third benefit, then you know what might help them because it helped you. Or maybe you're gonna see other struggles in ways that you didn't have to in the past. In that case, Take a moment and acknowledge this. Be grateful because probably you have a privilege that you weren't aware of in the past. And then the other thing that you can do is help them. Think like a designer and not like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Understand when you admire someone. Understand whether you should make a comparison with them and why. But most of all, use comparison not to judge yourself and get frustrated but to identify opportunities to learn from others, give others, and collaborate with them, instead of being in competition with them. But most of all, do not get to kill them, which is, I remind you that the main takeaway from this podcast, I'm not suggesting you to do that at all. So compare yourself with others, understand how to be better at something, and design a way to solve others' struggles. Because once you focus on your strength and potential, you will see how much you can already give, no matter how much others are better than you. In confidence, I'm making this podcast thinking that many will be better than me at it. I look up to them, learn, but in the meantime, I share what I really have, hoping that it will be useful to some. And let me know if it does. Leave a review and share this podcast. Let me know how this helped you build your confidence. But also invite you to share how you got better in time and why, so that you can become a safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building others' creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener. And now, it's time for me to shut up, so that you can listen to your own thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spent to learn and grow.